Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Sadly, we have to kind of talk about this to some degree. When I say sadly, we have to talk about it. I don't mean sadly we have to talk about it, but sadly because of the tragedy involved. Cristiano Ronaldo and his partner, Georgina Rodriguez, have announced that their baby son has died. And the sad news was revealed in a message from the couple that appeared on the footballer, his social media, on Monday yesterday evening. And it said, with our deepest sadness, we have to announce that our baby boy has passed away. It is the greatest pain that any parent can feel. Only the birth of our baby girl gives us the strength to live this moment with some hope and happiness. Uh, We would like to thank the doctors and the nurses for all their expert care and support. We are devastated at this loss and we would kindly ask for privacy at this very difficult time. Our baby boy, you are are our angel. Uh, We will always love you. Ronaldo announced, of course, in the social media uh, post last October that him and Rodriguez, or should I say Georgina Rodriguez, were expecting twins. Uh, very sad. And But the thing about it is, I think it's... If they say out of something bad comes something good. And the only good thing to come out of this is a conversation. And the conversation will be happening worldwide because Ronaldo, of course, is so famous. And sometimes when really famous people have tragedy or re- really famous people have something happen in their lives... It opens up a conversation for everybody to talk about things and make things more comfortable to talk about. So so for that reason, I think it's important that we talk about uh, stillbirth, which is the name that is still used uh, to this day, in relation to people who lose children um, and lose babies at a very early stage of the child's life. And I want to talk to Nina, who is from Felicon. And I've spoken to Nina Doyle before on the air. Good afternoon to you, Nina. Hi, Niall. How are you? Uh, and just remind people, because I know we've spoken before, but people we may not remember. <laughs> you're, and actually, the anniversary of your little babies, Liam and Grace, uh, is in and around this time of the year, isn't it, if I remember rightly? It is. You're right. It was the 23rd of March. Liam and Grace would have turned four. Yes. OK, so it was four years ago now. And I'm sure, you know, it doesn't matter how much people use that old cliche, time is a great healer, but it's not really to some degree. It's always there with you, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. We'll grieve Liam and Grace till the day we die, just like Ronaldo and Georgina will grieve their baby son. Um, Time doesn't really change that. I mean, I don't know with baby loss. It's probably a little bit different than other type of grief because, you know, in my head, Liam and Grace, you know, they grow with me, you know, so it's four years. So I imagine. So in many ways, as time goes on, we lose more, you know. Because they're very much wanted babies and people often say, well, oh gosh, it was only a baby. Imagine losing, say, a 17-year-old teenager because you've known them all your life. Surely that would be worse. But it's not really. It's exactly the same. It's your baby. It's your child. It was very much wanted in this world and, you know, very much part of your life. And people maybe don't understand that and, and how that it can affect a person. Absolutely. You're so right. And while I, whilst I could never understand what it's like to lose a 17-year-old and I can't imagine the devastation and pain of that, from my perspective, I suppose... I look and I think, wow, 17 years. Imagine all the Christmases, birthdays, Mm -hmm. ordinary days you had over those 17 years, all the photographs, the videos, the memories. We don't have that. You know, we got to bring Liam and Grace home. And I look back on the three days that we had together, like they were just the best three days of my life. So I think of that and I say, God, imagine what it would be like if I had so much more to hold on to. I'm not dismissing the loss. It must be just... Absolutely heartbreaking. But you've, I mean, lo- you've lost their future. You've lost we everything. We have, yeah. yeah. And in Thalicon, that's what you find, you know, with parents. We know what we're losing all the time. Like, I'll be aware when Lima Gray should start school, their first communion, their first, you know, when they graduate. 
you know, it's all these milestones. And do you, do you celebrate, you the, did, did you celebrate their birthday last month? Yeah. Well, we did, we did, yeah. and we always do. And um, I suppose <laughs> my poor husband ended up being having COVID for their birthday. Oh no! But, um, no. Yeah, and on the day, yeah. but we d- we celebrate Lehman Grace every day, so we're yeah. lucky in that way. Um, mm. Yeah, and we did celebrate their birthday, and thankfully, our family, you know, they would have got birthday cards and Felicon memory boxes donated, you know, in their names for their birthdays, which is just I'm, lovely. I'm, I'm you going know? to talk about the memory boxes in a few minutes because I, I know people can help you out in that manner. Because of course, you, you always would like to get donations if you can to help other parents who are going through such a difficult time and I think when I say it was a good thing that it happens to a celebrity I don't mean that in any callous or tragic or horrible way I, I think when it happens to a celebrity or somebody worldwide that everybody knows and Ronaldo is one of the most famous people in the world of course it opens up the debate and it makes it more comfortable for the rest of us to talk about those things doesn't it? It does. And you know what? It just struck me with your lovely introduction there, you know, how sad it is that it takes Ronaldo and Georgina to lose their baby for conversations like this to happen. And, you know, um, it is a shame, isn't it? You know, mm-hmm. because, you know, with my work with Felicon, I'm aware all the time of babies dying. You know, of this course, isn't yeah. something that's, you know, we're suddenly... How many babies die up. per year in this manner? How many babies die every year? Well, do I, just, I, I don't have the exact statistics, but what we always say is Felicon give out roughly about a thousand memory boxes a year, okay. which is a huge number. And you that's know, only I the think, ones that come to you, of course. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And you just think of the devastation of one baby dying. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. the magnitude of that, you know, mm. that's... It's just, it's heartbreaking, you yeah. know, and I don't think people are aware of how common it is. And I say that not to frighten people, but to inform people. And, you know, yeah. that that's what it's about. You now, know? a lot of the and time, of course, uh, you know, a, a woman or a couple may get advance warning. You know, they may be told by a doctor, sadly, your baby won't live for long after it's born. But other times they would have no idea. Um, uh, and this can come as quite a shock to them and quite a tragedy as well. Well, it's always going to be a tragedy, but quite a shock to them. Yeah, I suppose sometimes there's the fatal fetal abnormality and you're yeah. told at the 20 week scan and yeah. it's hard to know, you know, you hear the different experiences in Felicon, you think oh, it must be just heartbreaking to continue a pregnancy if you choose to do so, yeah. knowing that you're going to give birth to a baby that will die shortly after birth. Yeah. And then you have my own experience, which was, you know, nine o'clock or eight o'clock, everything's perfect. Nine o'clock, you're in the hospital and you're told your babies won't survive. And that must have been, I mean, like, I, I can't honestly imagine, I have three children, they're all grown up, but but I can't imagine what that feeling must be like to go through a happy pregnancy, a wanted pregnancy, and to be told, you know, an hour before you give birth, um, that sadly your babies are not going to survive, your twins are not going to survive. I don't know how you, so anybody can handle that kind of news. Yeah, it, it's such, I mean, obviously it was the most devastating, heartbreaking time for myself and Alan. And I suppose I don't, I don't know how I got through, you know, and you don't, there's no preparing for something no. like that. There's no, no do you know, um, the doctors and nurses were amazing. We got great support. And I suppose the, you, you go into shock, obviously, and that helps with the the physical part of it. You know, you yeah. you give birth, and and then the moment. I mean, the exact moment I saw Liam was born for. So the exact moment I saw Liam, everything changed. Do you know what yeah. I mean? The yeah. love, the unconditional love, just immediately, and and that's what gets you through. And then yeah. to be told you can bring them home, and that you can spend time with them, and make memories, and they can meet their family, and this is all done through Felicon. You know, yeah. my heart just was bursting with love and it gets you through, you know, yeah. and it's not to minimise the pain or the heartache or, you know, that comes. Yeah. And of course it does, but 
Yeah, it's the love. And, you know, I think of Cristiano and, and Georgina at the moment, and I just think, and a lot of people might not relate to this, but I think, I hope they're enjoying their time with their son. Yeah, yeah. You know, I hope they're getting to enjoy that time because, you know, they, they look back for many, many years on this time, and it is a special time. Yeah. It is, and I, and I know they have twins. They have a little baby girl as well. Who That's I, right. Who, who thankfully, she's thankfully okay. is yeah, yeah is alive and and yeah. hopefully thriving and yeah you know and you think of her loss as well like you know yeah it's she's not just she's been loss. denied a sibling as well of course absolutely. yeah absolutely and a very special sibling you know twins and something you know, probably she won't appreciate for many years yet but but she will look back on that at a time and you know and she'll know that was the baby I was born with the little brother I was born with. Absolutely. And that's lovely, you know, that times have changed. And even with my own work with Felicon, you know, sometimes I go in and we, we get prints from babies who have sadly passed away. And if it's a twin, you'll take a print for the, of both babies. Of course, You know, yeah. and they get to keep, you know, they have their set of, t- of prints that they'll always have, which might be the only thing that they have as, you know, something to physically keep. Why is there a stigma to it? Because... I even remember when I was young and, and it would have been more common then, of course, you know, because of, we, we wouldn't have had, you know, the maternal care that we have nowadays. But but in those days, like if somebody's baby was a stillbirth, and I, I'm assuming that's still the right term and still the, it's a, a good term it to is, use. Yeah. Okay. But when when my mum or anybody would be talking about it, it would be almost like whispering. You know what I mean? You yeah, wouldn't you wouldn't say it out loud, like just yeah. in case you hurt somebody's feelings. I mean, why is there a stigma attached to it? And when you when it happened to you and and this tragic event in your life came along and everybody when you came out of hospital i suppose people you knew you know work colleagues friends family who expected you to arrive home you know with two babies for life they what was their reaction and is it okay for them to come to you and say i heard your baby's died nina i'm so sorry or, or what i mean what's the right thing to do in that situation I suppose, you know, we had a lot of congratulations when we announced the pregnancy. You know, they were much, yeah. as you said before, they were much wanted, loved. We'd had a tough time to have them. And, you know, a lot of there was a lot of celebration about and twins, how exciting. And then when we came out, immediate family and friends, absolutely amazing. Great support. Just couldn't praise them enough. But you're right. Sadly, you know, there were people who crossed the road. There were people who had congratulated me with my proud bump, you know. Yeah. And that suddenly just eyes down, didn't want to talk. And I know, and that, know, that because I, I would know as, as a, it's supposed it's a human instinct, isn't it? That if I, if I knew you, knew you were pregnant, and then I saw you a couple of months later and you weren't so pregnant after, you know, anymore, yes. I, you know, I don't know whether it'd be the right thing to go. So, how did you get on? What did you have? Mm-hmm. And that's always the danger when you say that to somebody. <laughs> and but if I did know that you'd lost your babies, I don't know I, if I'd know it, I'd come over, obviously, give my condolences, but I don't know what to say. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I suppose what I would say is just because Liam and Grace aren't physically here, I became a mammy to them. Yeah. Um, and I am so proud. So still congratulations on, on becoming a mammy. Absolutely. And, you know, some people, especially in the hospital, said congratulations, you know, yeah. and yeah. it was just so lovely to hear. And I felt like the proudest mammy. And I can remember when we were being wheeled down into a private room afterwards, I wanted to show them off. I wanted to say, look, here, can you it's see my babies. You know, yeah. Absolutely. And that's the way I felt about it. Yeah. And I was dying to talk about them and to tell people about them and tell them how perfect they were. And, yeah. you know, and I'm not I'm not alone in that. I mean, I've seen you know, some of the beautiful Felicon. pictures, by the way, because I, I did some work with Felicon many, many years ago when I we did a, 
a fundraiser and I was the host I was the MC okay. on the night and everything else many many years ago but I remember at the time because I was new to it I, and I didn't really understand the gravity of it until I did that particular night and I remember standing on the stage looking at some of the slides behind me as I was announcing them and talking about them at these beautiful babies these pictures of these beautiful babies and they look alive do you understand and I don't yes. want to, mean yeah. to sound insulting or anything like that but they, no. but they looked alive and, and they looked just like your average baby. And it was yeah. just wonderful to see and beautiful to see all these little babies on the screen who sadly had passed away, uh, who were still births, but they, they looked alive. So their memory lives on forever. It does. It absolutely does. And I suppose the pride that we feel is still there. And that's why we want to talk about them. And that's why we love when people come and just acknowledge mm-hmm. that they were born because ignoring it or pretending it didn't happen is like an insult to our babies. Do you know? And, yeah. you know, we want we do want to talk about them. And again, I say to people, look, we may get upset. You know, it, you know, it's not always easy to talk about them and it may kind of, but that's okay, you know, and you're two seconds of un- being uncomfortable asking a question. We're living with that 24-7, you know, and yeah. it, but we're, look, we're, we do want to talk. We do want mm-hmm. to talk about our babies. Yeah, and I know I, it's fair to say, I mean, obviously people out there who are listening who may have happened to, you know, obviously they need to talk to a grief counsellor or somebody if it's consuming them because obviously you don't want that in your life either, you know, for the grief to consume you. I suppose it's turning that grief into a celebration of happiness that your babies were born. As you rightly said, you're a proud mammy. Um, even though your babies aren't with us anymore, you're still a proud mammy. You still gave birth to Liam and Grace. So, and that's what we have to kind of turn it into that. And that's probably what Fela can do when they try to support people. We do, yes. And I suppose it's kind of learning that the love and grief can live side by side. Do you know mm. that you, it doesn't have to be one or the other? Do you know that there will be days that you're sad and you need to go into that hole and you need to spend time and that's okay. Yeah. And then there'll be other times where, you know, it might be a bit easier to talk about, you know, so it's kind of, there doesn't have to be one or the other. Sometimes you'll, you'll know the triggers are coming like a birthday or Christmas. And then sometimes like what happened last night, something comes onto the media that just bang so it is I mean again I say this with the greatest respect to to Cristiano Ronaldo and and his partner Georgina because the tragedy must be awful for them but for organisations and support groups and for parents who this has happened to before in some way this this worldwide attention is a good thing because it helps them and it helps them other people to understand the grief they're going through Absolutely, it does. Yeah. Of course, it does. Of course, and then, but it's recognised as well for people that may be listening today that that are feeling overwhelmed today because they're right back on that day when they lost their baby, thinking about you know because there is such a focus. There's a lot of you know media attention. There's a lot of things on social media that they need to mind themselves and look after themselves over the mm. next couple of days and just be gentle with themselves. And you know, if they do feel that overwhelm and sadness and grief, that's okay. You know? Yeah, stay, stay there for a second, Nina, and no, I'm going to come back to you in a second because I do want to obviously mention as well uh, the little boxes that you give out, the memory boxes that you give out to couples, which are so important. And I'm going to talk about them and how people can help uh, to support that as well. But I want to go to Cliff as well, who contacted us. Cliff, you're an Ireland's classic kids. How are you doing, Cliff? How are you doing, Neil? Good. Now, your son, Luke, um, uh, he died. He passed away six weeks after he was born in October 2018. Yeah. So he, right. he would be nearly four now. Well, his, his twin Jack is four now. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so, I mean, when the story about Cristiano Ronaldo obviously broke yesterday, this brought back a lot of memories for you too, I imagine. Yeah, I actually only heard it this morning and I've been holding the tears since, I'll be honest. Um, just, I know what Nina was just saying there about being put back to the place when it happened. Yeah. It, it, it's so fresh now in my mind, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, um, 
It must yeah, have been the most like, devastating news um, for you at yeah. the time when you got that news. Yeah, look, um, he, was, he was going to have surgery in Crumlin and surgery was a success on his heart. But um, we were outside and we were celebrating outside Crumlin Hospital, jumping around. But um, we got a phone call and he was, my missus was pumping her milk like she always did for the two boys upstairs above the, above the cardiovascular unit in Crumlin. And they rang and said, come down, There's a, he's taking a bad turn. Oh, I knew when they said that that it was um it wasn't good. So we met him at the bottom of the stairs coming down and I could see the nurse she was in, in bits crying and then we knew. Oh, no. But um they took us into the failure corner room actually, which is just across from the ICU in Crumlin. Okay. And pretty privacy, like 'cause there's other parents around with other kids and stuff. Yeah. In Crumlin. So um Nia was screaming and I was trying to comfort her. But um yeah, they took us in there and then we met People from Failcon and they came and they gave us, like you said, the memory box. Yeah. It was brought to us after an hour. Um, he's wrapped up in a blanket. He yeah. uh, had passed away. And they took a mould of his hand and his foot. Uh, yeah. Failcon did. And we got that. Then we came back to Cork a few weeks later. That was sent to us. In fairness, free of charge. They gave us the memory box for lock of his hair. So, and it was something had, It was something to remember him by, of course. Not that you would ever forget him in the first place. I mean, no, but, but it was no. something to remember Luke by. Of course, yeah, yeah. We have it on the wall here next to where the two boys mm. they've got their prints done. Yeah. But um So he'll always yeah, be he'll always be part of your lives. He's you see, that's the thing with a twin and that's what you were saying about Ronaldo, this this is highlighting this the twin a twin um twin death is kinda of so bittersweet, you know, because you mm. have the birthdays with Jack, but you always have that's Luke's birthday as well. Yeah. But we visit him in the cemetery for his birthday, you know, we don't let Jack He's trying to force him. He knows he has he has a twin brother. And, um, and what 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 does he? I mean, has, it's obviously been explained to him that he did have a twin brother. I mean, what, what does yeah. he what does he think about that? I mean, does uh, he's like he's a he's a kid, he's a little boy. Like he's, yeah. he just says where where is he? He said it to me at one time. Man, why couldn't Luke stay with us? Kind of thing. You know that's yeah. Like I, he doesn't I, quite I, understand I, that. I suppose from an emotional point of view, he doesn't quite understand it yet. He doesn't understand it, and he's gonna when he goes to school, he's gonna see twins, and he's gonna know he's a twinless twin. Like I was calling yeah, a twinless like, twin. There's a twinless twin, like uh, Elvis yeah. Presley was a, a twin, had a twin brother, Data Stilbert. Right, okay. That he spoke about his whole life when he was on stage and stuff. He said he always felt the presence of his brother with him. Right, okay. You know? And I, I think a lot so, of twins will say that. By the way, they have this kind of mm-hmm. some sort of uh, connection to their twin, yeah. and it doesn't matter if they passed away or not. Yeah, it's true. They, they shared a womb together and they were yeah. side by side in the comb when they were born and stuff. So. Well, they were together for nine yeah. months, I suppose, mm. I suppose, from that point of view. And I suppose, look, it's a good day to talk about it and it's good that it mm. brings uh, the attention to it, of course, in the media that everybody's talking about it. Yeah. Sorry about that. I don't know where, which okay. end that was on. Um, so, I mean, in relation to what Fela Khan are doing, you believe the memory box helps and that's why I wanted to get uh, Nina on today, Nina Doyle from Fela Khan, to talk about it. Yeah. Because yeah. it was of great help to you at the time. Yeah, and I want to thank Nina and Fela Khan, and Nina have told me to make sure I thank them. That's, that was we had that sh- that moment of, of tragedy, and then they were there and they were and they helped us. And it is it is it's a shock when it hits you. You know that you need people that are trained in it that can like it's it's tough when a baby dies in the hospital. This the guards have to be called in. And they come in to take your statement. That's, that's I never, I fun. never thought of that aspect of it actually. That, yeah. And I know that seems really insensitive at the time, but of it course is. it has to be done from a legal it point of view. It has to be done. I understand. And we yeah. had the, the the coroner with us, and she, the guard, was fairness a young guy, young like myself, and he was saying, "I'm really sorry. I could see the embarrassment asking me 
identify my son in that. And then the coroner said, would you just leave these people in peace? Come on, you get out, get out of the room now, you've nothing. You know, they just kind of yeah. shoot them out. They, they had to do the job, I know that. Yeah. The other thing too yeah. that I didn't know at the time, and I, and I know uh, baby Luke uh, was six weeks old, but uh, sorry, mm. Nina, just to come back to you, and I think you highlighted this the last time of the show and we couldn't believe it, that unless they're a certain age, they don't qualify for a birth cert. Was that right? Was that something that you told me last time? Yeah, still, when babies are born, um, sleeping or they're still birth, they're, they're register is, the register is closed. So it means that only the parents can view their their birth. You know, it's, it's okay. closed. But we are making progress on that and we have, we're in contact with... So unless they take a breath, daddy. wasn't it? Is it? Yeah, if they take a breath, like for in my... In, uh, Liam was still born, so his register, his birth is private whereas Grace lived for 31 minutes so she has a birth and death cert right? Um, and that's the way it works but we are making progress and we're delighted that you know uh, Regina Doherty is looking to make the amendment with the stillbirth register so we're working hard at the moment for that I know I know at the time after we spoke to the last time I think we spoke to Regina Doherty I think we could have spoke to her on the air about that after after we were talking to you the last time I know we had talked to a few people in relation to because I was quite shocked by the whole thing but OK, you, you've heard what Cliff said, of course, as well, that, you know, he was brought to the Felicon room. He got the memory box, the difference it made to his life. And, you know, obviously Cliff wants to acknowledge that himself and his partner wants to acknowledge that with you as well and the work that you do. But you can't do that work unless you have the money, because uh, I don't know what you, do you get anything from the state at all? Nina. No, no, it's we're not funded by the state. That's it is shocking. brave parents. Yeah, it's brave well, parents. Well, when I think about the things that the state do fund, I, I, you know, I can't understand why they can't fund that to some degree. Absolutely, yeah. But it's all, and we do, you know, brave parents are amazing, you know, and, you know, they, they, we do get funded that way. Um, yeah. And keep, it does keep us going, you know, and we are able to provide memory boxes, you know, and prints mm. for all babies and then yeah. the support meetings, yeah. Yeah, and how? By the way, Cliff, how are you now? I mean, you know, four years later, I know it. I know it doesn't get it actually more or less the same time as Nina. I know it doesn't get any easier. Um, no, it's, it actually gets harder. If anything, it's um, the initial shock kind of cocoons you for a while, and you're trying to. It was our first first kid, so we were kind of had to be in pair mode to look after Jack. Yeah. Um, but the, the pain, all right, is it does come. It comes in waves, but um, yeah, it's. We're getting our own counselling stuff with like that. We're doing our own stuff. Yeah. We had counselling together as a couple. First, when it happened, that was First Light, another charity actually do very good work in Ireland. They're for babies that are not just stillborn, babies that live for a certain time. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we're, we're doing okay. It can, be, it can be very difficult for a relationship, and I've heard that in the past, you know, when a baby sadly yes. passes away, it can be very yeah. difficult and very challenging in a relationship. It, 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 we're, it's not we're consumed with the grief you know and it's hard, it is hard it is, and I hear a lot of relationships 50% of relationships can break up because of that to a bereavement yeah. because it's just a huge stress yeah I mean, and Nina sorry that that is you know I, I don't know the exact statistic but Cliff said 50% I'm not too sure of the exact statistic but it can be extremely challenging on a relationship can't it when, when there's a bereavement like that it can, of course, and I suppose the important thing is to recognise that, you know, men and women do grieve differently, you know, and, and women tend to talk. Um, we're talkers. We, we love talking all the time, I think. Yeah. Um, and men generally, I mean, it can be different, but a lot of men prefer not to talk. And they and keep I it to themselves. Yeah. They do, and um, Felicon were very aware of that, and one of the bereaved dads has actually set up a Felicon uh, father's football team. And they're actually going to play uh, bereaved dads from Northern Ireland um, on the 25th of June in Daly Mount Park. Oh, okay. And all the parents will have the names of their babies on the back of their jersey. 
And I know from my own husband, you know, who'll be playing in the match, the pride in that, you know, going yeah. out with Lehman Grace's name on the back of his jersey and, okay. and playing for them. And okay. that's what it's about. That's wonderful. That's, that's lovely to hear. OK, but look, I, I suppose Cliff and Nina, just to summarise, is what I would like people to do today is to help because those that little memory box made such a difference to your life, Cliff. And, yeah. and I'm sure to Nina and to and many yeah. other people across the country who have had a stillbirth it can make a huge difference to their lives or have had a baby die at a very young age so uh, we want people to donate now you can donate by just going to the website um, and that's probably the best way to do it that's probably the best way to do it Nina isn't it it is yeah it is it's felicon.ie okay now I need to spell that for people because I couldn't sure. spell it earlier <laughs> on okay so it's f-e-i-l-e-a-c-a-i-n and what, right. and what I'm going to do is I'm going to get Ashling just to put it on our Facebook page uh, if you go to the Classic Hits page I'll put it on the Nile Boylan page as well I'll also put it on the both Twitter accounts as well I'll put it on all our Twitter accounts as well because unfortunately it's, it's a, unless you speak fluent Irish it's a difficult <laughs> word to spell so it's Felicon.ie what does Felicon stand for by the way what is Butterflies Butterflies, Butterflies. Okay. Yeah, I should have known that yeah. <laughs> okay Okay, so. And thanks for your support, Niall, because I think like a, a lot of the media will focus on it for um, because of what happened to Christiana and, and Georgina. But you you were always supportive of our charity and always have us on talking. So thanks for the continued support. Oh, you're so welcome because it means because I tell you what, you know, and, and I don't know where the cliff from Herbie mentioned it. When I it was a friend of mine asked me to do MC. It must be seven years ago now. I'm trying to remember what it was. It was out in the south side of Dublin somewhere in a hotel. Uh, and. I, I never, I suppose maybe I didn't understand the gravity and the tragedy of it until that night and I stood there. I was in tears and I was watching all these wonderful pictures behind me coming up on these slides uh, of the one, these wonderful babies that were born. And to me, to look at them, I suppose when you think of a stillbirth as a person who's not familiar with it, you just think of a baby who's dead. But yeah. I looked at these pictures and these babies had so much life in them because uh, the, the pictures brought them to life. Absolutely, and to me, yeah. it upset me so much that ever since then I've had this great, I suppose, admiration for you, Cliff, and for you, Nina, okay. to be able to come on air and talk about such a tragedy in your lives. And, and it's wonderful to hear it's from both of you. It's an honour for me to talk about Lima Grace, just like it is for Cliff to talk about Luke, you know, yeah. so that's what it's about. Yeah. Well, Cliff, listen, yeah. thank you very much. Give my regards to your, Thanks, to your other half and, and also uh, to, your, to your baby son as well. All right, to thank Jack. You. All right. And thanks, Nina. Thanks very much. And Nina, thank you very much indeed. We'll be thinking of Liam and Grace today, Nina. All right. Uh, Thanks very much, Matt. All right. Thanks, Thanks, Cliff. All right. Now, listen, go to the website, everybody. Please donate what you can because I tell you, these boxes are so important. What they have in these boxes is they keep a lock of their hair, a little hand, a little mould of their hand, a little handprint, a little footprint, um, all different memories of the baby. And I know it's something small. It's in like a little shoebox type of thing. But I know it's kind of small. Um, but it's something they can take away with them. Um, because sadly for many parents who experience the tragedy of stillbirth, um, it's it's like a whirlwind, as Cliff mentioned there a few minutes ago. You know, it's a difficult time and so much is happening and you're trying to maybe organise a burial as well. You have to deal with the police. Yes, the police, the Garda Shea will come in because they have to investigate it. That's the law. They have to make sure there isn't any foul play or anything went on, which... 99.99% of the time there isn't, but that's just the, the formality that has to be done and that's as embarrassing for them as it is for you. Uh, of course, there has to be a coroner's report. All those things have to be done and parents are taken away with all that stuff and they have to deal with the tragedy of it. So this little box to be brought into a room, you know, Fenicon room and, and be given this little box, this little memory of your baby is a beautiful and wonderful thing. So I would, I would suggest to everybody 
if you want to donate, please do it. You can contact Fedecon, by the way, if you have had a tragedy in your life like this or you need help or you know somebody who needs support or you want to support Fedecon in any way, shape or form with any kind of donation, you can contact them at 085-249-6464. So that's 085, it's a mobile number, 085-249-6464. Please go to the website. I'll put a link on the Classic Hits Twitter account and I'll put it up on my own Twitter account in a few minutes as well. I'll retweet it in a second. Okay, and we'll put it up on our Facebook pages as well. Um, it's a difficult one to spell. F-E-I-L-E-A-C-A-I-N. Felicon.ie. Okay, it's an Irish word for butterflies. There you go. I didn't even know it was butterflies. That's lovely, isn't it? Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Oh.